The construction industry can be a tough business to crack. From cash flow problems, struggling to find skilled labour, and not making enough money for your efforts, leaves many business owners feeling frustrated and burnt out. But when you get the business strategy right, it's an industry that can be highly satisfying and financially rewarding. I'm here to give you the resources to be able to create a construction business that gives you more time, more freedom, and more money. This is the Develop Your Construction Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Wilkes. Right, so welcome back to the podcast. Um, In this week's episode, I want to talk to you about why it's essential to think about coming off the tools in your business. Now, I know this could be a little bit of a controversial subject, and uh, we'll go into why in a, in a bit more detail later on, but I'm going to make my case on why I feel it's vital to do so, to come off the tools, and what it will mean for your business if you take the plunge and you completely come off the tools in your business. Now, most of us, when we, when we start out in a construction company, uh, a lot of us come from a trade background, don't we? Uh, maybe we've served an apprenticeship, And at some point, we finally take the plunge to go out there and and try it on our own and start our construction company up. And and that's exactly what I did. I worked for a few years with my dad doing a a carpentry apprenticeship. And then, you know, eventually when I was in my uh, early 20s, I decided I was going to start my own building company. And I I joined up with with a mate to do that. Now, when you first start out in business, there's no doubt that you have to work on the tools, even though you've created your own new company. Um, there's no getting away from the fact, really, that even you know you've got a new company, but you've got to start out on the tools when you start this business. Uh, you need to earn an income, and you just wouldn't have the infrastructure around you to support a team. And and it's doubtful that you'd have enough work to warrant employing a load of tradespeople. So most of us will always start out in business on the tools. Which is absolutely fine. That's the natural progression, isn't it? And then gradually, you'll work away. You know, over the months and, and maybe years ahead, you'll start to build up a bit of a reputation of delivering good work. Uh, your name will get out there. You'll get busier. Um, and you know, most pe- trades people I know they, they take great pride in their work. They're conscientious. So if you're if you're that way inclined, it's natural, isn't it, for the business to start to grow because you're you're you've got the right attitude in business, and that's great. That's probably what you've wanted, and you'll start earning better money, you'll increase your prices, and at first things can seem to be going really well and great. Your business is growing at a nice fast pace. Now, if you're ambitious and you're hungry for the business to grow, you'll keep on taking more and more work on. So now you think, right, wow, I need an employee now, maybe I need another tradesperson or a labourer or an apprentice to come and help you. So you increase your capacity for work. Great. You know, you take on more work, you gradually increase your customer base, and you should start making a bit more money. But then all of a sudden, there's a bit of a switch that happens in every business as you keep trying to grow the business. So let's give you an example. Let's let's maybe you take on an employee. Let's call him Bob. So Bob, you think, well, Bob can start working on separate sites to me. You think that's great, you know, I'll I'll be able to take on even more work, I'll be able to earn even more money. But then you notice, once you take Bob on, that things stop running as smoothly as you'd hoped and you'd planned for. So let's imagine the scenario. So you turn up to your job to get some work completed, you know, you go and get your tools out of the van, 
the apprentice gets everything ready for you. You're just about to get started. And then all of a sudden the phone rings. Who is it? It's Bob. And what does Bob say? Oh, Greg, uh, I need some extra materials dropped over here. All right, okay, Bob, no worries. Well, well, why don't you just pop down the local builder's merchants and, and pick them up in your van? Oh, I haven't got the van today, Greg. It's, it's playing up. I'm, I'm driving my wife's car today, so I can't get materials. Can, can you go and get them for me? So what do you do? Begrudgingly, you, you go and pop to the shops for Bob. You give your apprentice some work to do, and, and you go and pick up the gear and the materials that he needs. You drop them off to the site, and finally you get back to your own job at around 11 a.m., and you've done nothing all morning. All you've done is waste time and petrol, and uh, you've just managed to sort Bob out. And you get back to the site, and your apprentice, he's sitting around with nothing to do, and is just about to go and start lunch. So now you're, you know, you're really annoyed, and you're frustrated, and you, and you pick up your tools, and, and you start to get a bit of work done. So you work away, and then 2 o'clock, the phone rings again. Who is it? Yeah, you guessed it. It's Bob. Yes, Bob, what's up? Oh, Greg, I've, I've got an issue here with the floor. It's rotten underneath. I, I can't lay on top of this. Can can you come and have a look? I, I, I don't know what to do. Oh, Bob, look, just ask the client if they want the floor replaced. If it's rotten, they've got to replace it. See, see what the client wants to do. Oh, no, no, I have asked the client. They, they want to speak to you. They want you to come over. Right, okay, Bob. All right, fine. I'll pop over now. So, 2 o'clock, you pack up your tools. The client looks at you a little annoyed as they've looked that you've literally done nothing at all all day and then you head over to Bob's job. So just think about that, that the 250 quid that you were expecting to earn that day by working on the tools has ended up being more like 50 quid and you probably spent most of that 50 quid on petrol. So you go and sort the issue out with Bob that day but you notice that week after week the same things keep happening. Your clients are getting annoyed as you aren't getting the work done fast enough. You're annoyed because your bank account balance is starting to drop. You start questioning, was it was it really worth getting Bob? You start working late into the evenings to get your estimates and your quotes done. Uh, so then your partner starts moaning at you that you're not seeing the family enough. And you start to ask yourself, you know, what's gone wrong? And uh, you really start to question whether, you know, should you just shrink back shrink things back down again and, and go back to how it was with just you and the apprentice. But deep down, you know that you want to grow. So what do you do? You stick it out a bit longer, you work even harder, and the pressure builds and builds. Yeah, does that story sound familiar at all to you? Well, if it does, look, I completely get it because I've certainly been there and done it. You know, it's a really painful process trying to grow a business, especially when you're stuck on the tools. And you know many will struggle on for years and years in the same predicament, and they'll just accept. They'll think, oh, that's, that's how it is, and that's what business is like, and that they'll accept the situation they're in. So really, the purpose of this podcast, I just want to make a bit of a case for you why you seriously need to think about coming off the tools completely. And the case I'm going to make is for three reasons. It's for your wealth, for your health, and for yourself. Yeah, so let's examine those three things, your wealth, your health, and for yourself. And and we'll look at those three things and see if I can make a compelling argument for you to come off the tools. So firstly, let's have a think about how coming off the tools affects your wealth. Well, when you think about it, it's it's virtually impossible to build long-term wealth 
when you stay on the tools because the size of your business is just going to be capped, isn't it? There's only a certain amount of work that you're going to be able to take on at any one time. Um, and, and think about it logically. Let, let's imagine you can earn profit of, say, £200 a day by by being on the tools. Now, you might think, oh, no, I earn more than £200 a day. But profit-wise, do you really earn more than £200 a day? You might charge more than that, but think about you've got to take the cost of your tools, the cost of fuel, the cost of insurance, your accountant, your phone bills, you know, the list goes on and on. So actually, when you look back at it at the end of the year, um, £200 a day might be quite good, actually. So, we, you know, we won't include Bob's wages and our apprentices' wages and the amount you might earn off of them because that would get a little bit complicated and you're probably not going to earn as much as what you think out of them for the reasons we mentioned above. So let's just presume you earn £200 a day profit and you work five days a week on the tools. Now, you then need to allow for all the extra hours that you're putting in because you might be working five days a week on the tools, but then you've got evenings and weekends where you're pricing up work and you're visiting clients and you're you're sending out quotes and invoices. So the reality is you're probably actually working six days a week each week, but you're only earning a £1,000 profit. So you get your £200 a day, your £1,000 a week, and let's say you work 48 weeks in a year. We'll account for, let's, let's allow four weeks for some holidays. You might have a few weeks off. Your, your sickness and your bank holidays and things like that, that you know, you're know you not going to get paid for those things. So let's say you actually physically charge for 48 weeks of the year. So you've earned a grand a week for 48 weeks, £48,000. Um, but as we said, you've worked a six-day week. So that's actually 2,304 hours over the entire year. So that works out at... 20 pounds 80 pence per hour think about that i bet you weren't expecting that figure as an hourly rate were you so if you work six days a week at 48k profit you've only earned 20 pounds 80 pounds an hour so how does that figure sound to you 20 pounds an hour for all that work all that stress that you've taken on are you really going to be able to build long-term wealth for you and your family on £20 per hour. But yet that's the reality for many who stay on the tools year after year. You know that they're, all right, some will get some jobs on price, you know, granted their profit might end up being more than 48k a year. Yeah, if you could get, get to take stuff on price, you'll, you'll certainly earn a bit more money. But you'd be really surprised at how many tradespeople and business owners earn less than this. You know, some much less than 48,000 a year. They'd love to earn that. So staying on the tools, it massively affects your wealth, doesn't it? Your income is capped. You haven't got enough time to grow the business. You haven't got enough time to manage staff. And so naturally, you have to stay small. You can't leverage other people's time. You think about that. When you've got other people working for you, you're going to be able to earn more, aren't you? Because you're leveraging the profit you can make off of them too. So the more people you have working for you, the more money you should make, but you can't leverage that that money if you're working on the tools because you can't uh, you won't have the time to, to manage those people. So really, that's that's reason number one why you should you should consider seriously coming off the tools. And for it's for your own wealth, for your long term wealth, you need to think about coming off the tools because you can't create long term wealth when you're working on the tools day in day out. The second reason. As we said, we said it was for your wealth, your health, and for yourself. So let's look at reason number two, for your health. Now, 
if you've been in the trade for a while, you no doubt you've got friends uh, or work colleagues who've gone and got themselves injured at some point. You know, I've got friends that have lost fingers, they've gone and uh, cut their fingers off on chop saws and things. Um, I've got others who uh, their knees are shot to bits. They're like roofers or, or floor layers and that, and they just can't walk properly because they're on their knees all day. Um, some friends I've got have got long-term back injuries. Um, others they can't hear properly because you know maybe not wearing ear protection and things like that. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. And just myself, you know, I think about my own self. You know, I've I've been pr- quite fortunate really, but I've had broken ribs where I've you know fallen through ceilings on loft conversions. Um, I've had multiple stitches on my head and my face through through accidents at work. Um, I had a work colleague that was with me who had a, a really bad fall off a ladder um, at height, smashed his leg up. I've had another one who had, had had to have skin grafts and things. So, you know, there's a lot that goes on. If you think about it and think about all your friends that you've got in construction work colleagues, I bet you could name an absolute list, a big list of all the injuries that, that are out there. Um, and it's not surprising, is it, really? Because the construction industry is tough. It's a really tough industry. It's highly dangerous. And it's physically taxing. You know, you try and go and get um, insurance, uh, health insurance at work and see the cost of it because they know that it's a, it's a dangerous industry. So health insurance is so expensive when you're in this game. Now, if you're young enough and maybe you're lucky enough, maybe you haven't had a bad accident yet. But if you're in the game long enough, then it's highly likely that you're going to get an ongoing problem just due to wear and tear. Because the body is just not designed, is it, to be, you know, you think that the way we bend, we crouch, all the crawling we do, lifting at awkward angles. Um, and if it's not your body, maybe maybe you're constantly breathing in dust and fumes on site. You think about your lungs. So, you know, you do this year on year. You're probably going to have a long-term injury at some point, aren't you? If, if not worse than that. So even if factor number one wasn't motivating enough for you to get off the tools... Is health a reason that you should consider it? Well, I'm sure your partner and your kids will say that it should be. You know, Health is absolutely crucial and we want to protect our long-term health. So reason number two, the reason you want to come off the tools is to protect your long-term health. So we've covered wealth and health as valid reasons, but what was reason number three? Remember we said it was wealth, health and yourself. So what we want to do when you when we're talking about yourself is have a real think about what do you really want out of life? What do you want to achieve in life and in business? Do you want to be working on the tools until you retire or does or does the thought of that, you know, absolutely petrify you? You know, if you're listening to this podcast about successfully growing your business, then I doubt you want to stay on the tools until you retire because most of us what do we want out of life? I've said it before, we want more time, we want more freedom and more money. So is that what you want for yourself? Well, you know, I presume that's what most business owners want, so let's let's presume it is. Now, the only way you're going to get time, freedom and money is by coming off the tools. Now, we, we've spoken about money already and wealth, but what about time and freedom? Well, you're going to have no time, are you, if you're on the tools? As we've said, you're physically going to be working, what, eight hours a day, five days a week, and then you've got to go and get all your paperwork done, you've got to get your invoices done and your estimates, you've got to go and visit clients. And time is the most precious 
commodity we have, haven't we? It just goes so fast, especially the older you get. And it's only when you come off the tools and create a successful business that you get to win your time back and still earn good money. You can get other people to do the physical trades work, can't you? You can get other people to do your invoicing and your estimating. You may even be able to get other people to do the sales for you. Yeah, if you get to set up and run your business the right way, you're going to have plenty of free time and you're going to have freedom to go and do what you're passionate about or, or go and take on another venture. Yeah, so that's, that's that's what we're trying to achieve. You want to do this for yourself. Now, talking about you know freedom to do another venture, I know many of my clients that I work with, I often ask them what their goals are and so many of them always say, oh, I'd love to get into property development later on eventually. And I make sure that when we're working with them that we're able to create the time and freedom for them to go out and be able to, to pursue these goals because what's the point? If you've got these goals and you can't live the life that inspires you, then you know what is the point of all this work that you're putting in? And freedom too, when, when you think about freedom, for me, if I, if I was describing freedom in business, I'd say it, you know, it's knowing that you can go and take a week or two off of work and know that your team members have got your back. You know, They can cover you while you're sitting on a beach drinking your cold beer or your pina colada without having to worry about responding to emails. That's freedom, isn't it? Or maybe you want freedom to, you know, be able to go and play golf once a week, you know, if that's if that's what floats your boat. You know, that's freedom, isn't it? F- to me, real freedom in business is knowing that it's not all going to fall apart if you step away for a bit and that you can still earn money if you're not there physically working. That's the type of business you want to grow. And you just can't do that when you're on the tools. If you stop working when you're on the tools, that's it. Your business stops. Everything stops completely and you stop earning money. Now, some people are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to think, well, you know, I just love being on the tools. Um, I just really enjoy it. I've got no desire to expand or grow my company. I'm happy doing this until I retire. And that's fine, isn't it? You know, there's, there's probably no point trying to convince these people to come off the tools. You know, they don't want the stress of it and they're happy. And, that, and that's great. Everyone's different. We've all got different personalities. And people like that probably not going to be listening to this podcast for very long, which is which is fine. But what about you? What do you think personally? If you really want to grow your business, can you now see why it's so urgent for you to be able to come off the tools? You've got to uh, have that mindset where you want to come off the tools and make it happen. So does my argument stack up for you? Well, I hope it does. You want to come off the tools for your wealth, for your health and for yourself. you'd like to work with me to fast track your construction business growth then reach out on www.developcoaching.co.uk